Michael, do you hear that? What is that? It's it's the sound of Christmas jingle bells. Are you sure? Pro- probably. You don't think maybe it's like a guy prancing up to you with like seashells in his pockets? That's that's not what seashells sound like, Michael. How do you know? I used to live in Florida. We go to the ocean all the time. Yeah, everybody in Florida is just carrying around shells in their pockets all the time. Yeah, and that's not, that's not what it sounds like. What do you mean you don't believe me? I don't believe you, Spencer. But how, why would I lie about this? Okay, if you really know, make the sound that sh- seashells make when they're in your pocket, if it's not this sound. Uh, okay, I have uh, a Rubik's Cube as a stand-in for seashells, because I have nothing... Okay. Nothing else? All right, here we go. Here's the sound of Seashells, Spencer's rendition. <laughs> what do you think? I felt like I was at the beach. I know. That's what it sounds like. You know, the terrifying, <laughs> harsh reality of the beach. The night Anything goes. <laughs> Anything goes at on the, the beach. beach. Isn't, that, isn't that a song? That's the motto of the seagulls. Like all the, the all the birds, they've unionized, and their motto is "anything goes at the beach." That sounds like the refrain of a like a Dead Milkman song. Because there's a there's a song called "I Don't Want to Be on the Beach" that they did, and and the refrain is "I don't want to be on the beach," and I feel like anything goes at the beach would also be, like, something they would sing. Well, how about that, Spencer? Thanks, Michael. <laughs> anyway, it's the Christmas season. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. I You don't even celebrate Christmas. Yeah, you're right. I'm Jewish, but I can still enjoy the season. Yeah, of, absolutely. Come on in. Water's fine. Of we don't go swimming. It's cold. I mean, you still can. There's hot springs. What, what are we? Pools. What are we in Japan? We could be. Hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, Japan's number one podcast about the band The Killers. <laughs> Please welcome the two extremely Japanese men, Michael Nance and Spencer Palio. <laughs> Nailed it. I can't. That's exactly. That's exactly how I describe you, Spencer. Extremely Japanese. Exactly. I'm very Japanese. Would you Would you um, like Would you like me to hear me speak some Japanese, Michael? Yes. I am currently speaking fluent Japanese, <laughs> but through the power of the internet, it is being translated for you. Wow. You have some advanced tech in your home, Spence. Well, no, no, no. To you, it sounded like I spoke fluent Japanese. But to the internet, I spoke English. Or whatever language they listen to this podcast in. You lost me, Spence. Can you imagine someone trying to just, like, translate all of the dumb shit we say? And re-record it as like another dude pretending to be me and another dude pretending to be you. Like, could you even imagine transcribing a fucking episode of this show? 
there's a lot of things that you would just have to use our word for. Uh, and also the amount of abbreviations you use would be very frustrating to try and translate. Yeah, I don't I barely speak English as it is like that's true. Some and sometimes I, it's unintelligible what you're saying. You'll be like Rah! and no one knows what no one knows what you're on about. That that was very accurate, Michael. <laughs> like I couldn't I couldn't be more positive feeling about your representation of me. <laughs> but I mean, you know, what are uh, what are your plans for the holiday season this year? I don't know what we do for Christmas. Um, you know, Thanksgiving might not happen. We might not get together. I'm not sure. But hopefully we can get in together in time for Christmas. That'd be great. I feel that. Um I've been I've been really busy working on the pod. This this month is going to be so fun. Uh so I I'm going to tell everybody what we're doing this month because I don't okay. care that much and I already spoiled it last episode. Uh, but this month we are going to be listening to all of the Christmas songs that the Killers released uh, over the pa- over the ten years between 2006 and 2016, and we're going to do them in reverse chronological order. Yes. And so, so we're doing the last one today, and then we're going to go that until the 21st, and then the 28th is our 40th episode, which I will not tell you what it is, but. It's going to be a humdinger. A humdinger. It's it's the first word I thought of. And then it'll be New Year's and then we'll have to can, we'll go back to playing it by year until the next Christmas season, at which point we will probably do the other six or so Christmas songs. A. Eh? Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. Christmas time and you're living in it. I mean, Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet, technically. So, I mean, by the time this releases, it will have happened. Yeah, but for us, we're just faking it. This is all yeah. kayfabe Christmas excitement. Yeah, I, I speak for yourself, Bucko. I love the holiday season. You drinking nog right now? I could. I you wouldn't have you have nog already. My roommate buys nog the moment it's available, and I love nog. Wow, you guys have like a nog orgy. The word orgy and my roommate should <laughs> never be in the same like <laughs> paragraph. Uh, but in fact, last year I made uh, aged eggnog. So, I know, I know. I had some of that. Oh, were you there for the eggnog thing? I can't remember. No, no, I had some later. Ah, uh, bummer. Well, I don't remember why I couldn't go. Probably because uh, you're a bad friend. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, but yeah, we had a big party. That sounds right. We made an embarrassing amount of food. The the intent was that if the eggnog, which had been aging for a full year, had come had been like bad, then uh we would still have this, you know, all this yummy food to enjoy. So, you know, it all kind of worked out. We uh we drank drinks and drank nog. And mm. just generally got drunk. And I've only uh, seen you drunk a couple times, Spencer. Was it on? Was I drunk on wine? Because usually it's wine. Uh, I don't remember. 
I, I honestly don't remember specifically what it was, but yeah, I've I've been trying to curb my enthusy drinking. <laughs> How's that working for you? Dun 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 da 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 I am drinking a Bravasi hard Italian soda, but it's only because it was in my fridge and I only had two left and I don't want to drink my other bevies right now. What are your other bevies? I got water and I got seven up. You don't want to waste all your water? I only got two cold ones, so uh, no. Uh, I see. Well, at least you're staying hydrated, Spence. I just kind of have to maintain like a certain equilibrium so I can, you know, get to sleep so I can go to work tomorrow. I feel you because, you know, you drink that that game fuel and you're all like up and you can't sleep. Yeah, that's true. Those energy drinks, they'll keep you up, man. They give you the jitters and shit. Yeah, they keep me up in more ways than one. Uh, that, that was a boner joke, Michael. I was talking about boners. <sighs> well, that's just another day on this pod for me. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you expected. Um, you I'm know, like, uh, hey, what killer song are we doing? And you're like, look at my pee pee. And I'm like, uh, Spencer. Can you imagine if Brandon made a song called Look at My Pee Pee? <laughs> New, uh, yeah, just, just for. Oh, man. Just, just for the audience, you know, if you can, make a killer song called Look at My Pee Pee <laughs> and send it to uh, soul of a truck pod at gmail.com and we will play it on the pod for all to hear. Oh, geez. I can't even imagine what that would sound like. I, I'm not even going to, you know, uh, venture a thought at it. Wow. I shall not venture a thought. Hasten. For tis I, Spencer, Bard of Florida. God of Florida? Bard. Oh, Bard. I play my loot and I cheer for the Florida Marlins. Miami Marlins. Get it right. Hey, they were the Florida Marlins before they were the Miami Marlins. I mean, look. The Miami Marlins have not won a World Series. The Florida Marlins have. Look, when I lived there, they were the Florida Marlins. So I wholeheartedly agree with you that they will always be the Florida Marlins to me. However, we have to respect their name change. And so they are the Miami Marlins. What about um, what about a Marlin invokes fear? It's got a what? It's got a big fuck off beak, bro. Oh, so does it even use that against people or like other animals? Yeah, dude. Marlin's like, okay, you ever see that scene in The Princess Bride where Wesley and um, Inigo Montoya like cling clang? Oh, cling cling. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's what that's what Marlins do. Oh, they sword fight. Yeah. More ways than one. Interesting. So they're like curious dudes at camp. Yeah, but like with their noses, Ah, but also the other way. Also with their penises. Yeah, Marlins have huge cocks. Fun fact. Is that that true? There's no way that's true. Yeah, go on Google and search huge Marlin cocks. (laughs) No, I am definitely not searching that. I don't want to be on the same list that you're on, Spencer. Well, good thing I didn't search that either. 
things that you've probably Googled for this pod. I don't Brandon Shutter. I don't want to talk about the things I've Googled for this pod. <laughs> <sighs> so, Michael, I actually yeah. have already bought you your Christmas present. No, you haven't. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So um, what it is, is I got you. Um, well, I know you you like honey, right? Yeah, actually, I like. Yeah. Honey. Yeah. Uh, and so I wanted to get you like as fresh honey as possible. Okay. And so instead of getting, um, you know, just like a thing with like a honeycomb in it, I got you like just, you know, a bee, a beehive. You got me a whole beehive? That yeah. That seems irresponsible, yeah. Spencer. I do not know how to care for bees. Well, you have a, you have a backyard. I figured you'd figure it out. Anyway. <laughs> that's, that's the only criterion. You have a backyard. Yeah, basically, but All right, well. but but anyway, no. Uh, so I got it in like it shipped, and it it I had it shipped express, so I could you know kind of prep it and kind of understand how it works, so I'd be able to talk you through its like you know handling and care and whatnot. Okay. And all the bees were sick. Uh-oh. Like all the bees in this beehive were sick. Well, okay. But how does this resolve? Well, so. You know, I'm still going to give you this gift, but unfortunately, you'll be getting an ill bee home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Oh, man. Oh, I'm so proud of that. Yeah, I talk about a boner. Basically. I mean, That's save it for the nog orgy, bro. Boner in the most classic of sense. Says. <laughs> you know, I don't understand what phrase that you just said. So boner, boner. is is an old timey word for faux pas. Fun fact. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you've never seen that that image. I, I have. I have seen that. Joker commits a boner. <laughs> or Joker has a boner. <laughs> and then uh, and then and then, tremendous. you know, Joker's like, I'll get them for making note of my boner. That's a pretty good Joker. Thank you. I uh, honestly I've been practicing. Do you look in the mirror and use the Joker voice and talk to yourself like you also talk to bats? Hello, Spencer. (laughs) Your hair is looking particularly wonderfully today. Don't commit any bonus. This guy is definitely into the nog already. There's no way that Spencer. uh, It's more than the uh, tortellini hard soda or whatever. (laughs) Did you just fucking call Bravasi Boop Tortellini? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Tortellini. Yeah, that Fiat (sighs) sparkling water you're drinking. Fiat sparkling water. I love it. You know, it's funny. I for up until like an hour and a half ago, I thought we were doing a different Christmas song. Because. Yeah, I know. But it's it's okay. So what happened was I couldn't remember which classic Christmas song the killers had covered. Uh, Try saying that 10 times fast. 
And so I thought we were playing. Um, oh, God, what was the pun I had? It was like. Have yourself a Merry Christmas or whatever. Okay, I thought it was that totally a pun. I thought, well, no, that's not the pun, but that's the song. <laughs> Shut your whore mouth. Um, and no, the, the pun was going to be, I was talking about um, the, the classic bad film from the eighties or seventies. You're the hunter from the future. And how they, uh, there was a scene where you're befriended a little person who had been, cut in half by the bad guys. Okay. And at the end of the movie, they celebrate Christmas and it would have been <laughs> half yours. Elf. A Merry Christmas. <laughs> wow. But I'm, I'm glad we got the ill beehive instead or ill be home. I mean, some somebody gets Spencer another boy, RD hard soda. <laughs> Uh, so the song I'll Be Home for Christmas, as popularized by Bing Crosby, performed by the band The Killers. What do you think of it, Michael? <clears throat> well, this track is like 50% monologue from Brandon in the beginning, where you get the Christmas tale of flowers past. The Christmas tale of flowers hiccup past. And that's not good. Is, no, 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 no. It's it's fine. It's just uh, it's a very touching track. That's what I'll say. It's a you know that you can tell there's a lot of emotion behind it. But you don't like it, do you? It's not not really for me. No, I wouldn't like casually listen to this song. Um, it's got a certain novelty to it, but I I don't know. I like the Christmas jams. I like rocking around the Christmas tree. I like uh, Jingle Bell Rock. I mean, who doesn't love rocking around the Christmas tree? You know, maybe we'll have some fucking pie. <laughs> That's the lyric, right? Yeah. I don't know. What's, OK, here's a better question. What's your favorite like like cover of a classic Christmas song? Um, hmm. I don't know. You'll have to come back to me on that. I'll have to think about that. Maybe I'll answer it on the next pod. Okay. I, I, you know, Christmas music is, I really hate, I will say this about Christmas music. I hate simply having a, a wonderful Christmas time by Paul McCartney. Hate um, that song. Yeah, no, we agree. We agree a hundred percent on that. I think, I think. So uh, taking a step back, that album, that like eighties Christmas album is one of mm -hmm. the best christmas albums ever made okay uh there's a there's a oh, hold on i'm, I'm gonna play some of this because it's really good uh-oh yeah uh-oh yeah we're we're here you did it bro spence uh, angie no, no 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 i just want to talk about this past spence of passion so so the eurythmics have a christmas song on this album uh, it's a uh, winter wonderland. They do a cover of winter wonderland and it's so fucking good. So I'm playing it in the watch together. Here we go. Over the ground lies a mantle of white. Whoa. A heaven of diamonds shine down through the night. Two hearts 
I'm now gonna look up who else is on this album. Oh no. Love knows no season. Love knows no climb. Yeah, this is a Christmas cover right here. Yeah, no, this is incredible. Are you listening? that's kind of a bop and it's like a good like it's it's a representative cover without being like you know just just them doing the song <laughs> in as like croony kind of song as a lot of people do you know <laughs> you know it's just a, it's just the song you know they kind yeah. of put their own like little spin on Synth. it yeah, like a synth wave spin on it, yeah. Yeah, and it's the fucking Eurythmics. Like, that's awesome. Also, this is the album with I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by John Mellencamp. I can't say that name. And, of course, there's a U2 cover of Christmas Baby, Please Come Home, making this the third week in a row we'll have talked about U2. We have to listen to it now. Uh-oh. <laughs> I mean, don't we? Kind of. We kind of do. Yeah. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about you two. What? Oh, my gosh. And then you got Bono wearing this top hat. Fucking Bono. There's a there's a there's just a candelabra behind him. And the edge is fucking a a bowler. bowler. Yeah. And then they got, you know, a member of uh, Spin Doctors to play the bass. Yeah, I can't listen to that. Fuck, fuck you two. And of course, you too, buddy. Exactly. And of course, this also has the Madonna version of Santa Baby, which is the most sexual song I've ever heard about Christmas. I'm Are you not, sure? It's definitely like the top five for me. <laughs> it is a very horny song. Oh, it's, you get sent directly to horny jail for that one. Yeah, no, it's it's aggressively horny. Do not pass go. Yeah. And she, Do not collect $200. Madonna wants... Santa to hurry down her chimney tonight. That's a sexual reference, guys, just for anybody listening at home. I, yeah, her chimney, not the chimney. Yeah. Why, why are we doing this? I ask you that every week, Spencer, and you're like, the show must go on. I mean, low key, that's precisely it. That's weird. Okay, so check this out. I'm looking at I'm looking at the uh, these albums. Hold on. So the first the the Christmas albums. Yeah, the first two of them run DMC had a track on both of them. 
which is awesome. Also, another fun one is uh, on the third, a very special Christmas. It has the song Oi to the World, which is a, uh, I believe, originally a fuck. I'm going to look this up because if I say that it's one thing and I'm wrong, I'm going to feel really stupid. It's okay. It's originally a Vandal song. And then interesting. And then it was covered by no doubt a year after it was released. You a quick turnaround on that cover. It doesn't matter. It's still a classic. You've you ever listened to Oi to the World? Yes, I think I've heard the no, I've definitely heard the no doubt version. OK, then I'm not going to play it because I don't feel like playing more of these stupid Christmas songs because we have a lot of Christmas to go through and I work retail and trust me, it's not fun for me. Christmas is not fun for you. Yeah, that makes sense. That's actually not true. I, I should I should correct myself on that one. I should check myself before I wreck myself, as it were. Because the fact is, I I don't work on the floor, so I'm like usually like a back room dude and I don't say anything. <laughs> oh, we all knew you were a back room dude, Spencer. That was established early, early in the pod lore. And so I, you know, blast like pop punk Christmas music. And so like, you know, the no doubt version of Void of the World I play and mm. I won't be home for Christmas by Blink-182, you know, all that stuff. And then also a lot of the Killers Christmas songs, because honestly, all of the Killers mm. Christmas songs are fucking bops, quite frankly. This isn't exactly a bop. OK, this is an exception. You can't if you dance to this song, you're a serial killer. That's the only unless you're like doing like a slow sway dance, you know, but you're definitely yeah, feeling there's, yourself. There's like that's the only way to dance to this song. You like stand in front of a mirror and like in your best Christmas get up sweater slacks. It's made of skin. You're, yeah. And you're just feeling yourself like especially in the neck area. And like you definitely have your eyes closed and you're just dancing like really in this like suede, like trance like. <sighs> That's the only way you can dance through this Christmas song. That, that makes sense. Is that making a bop, Spencer? Okay, this is not a bop, but the rest of them are bops. God, jeez. Your inaccuracies will bring this pod down. Oh, yeah. This podcast <laughs> is known for its highly accurate discussions of its subject matter. Uh, yeah, of everything. I was listening to old episodes the other day. And I still feel really embarrassed about how fucking stupid I am about Martin Van Buren. I, I, we should, I should text you regularly to make fun of you about that so that it never happens again. Uh, it'll continue to happen. You're never going to fix this. Damn it. I, I want to be like whiplash. I want to be your abusive pod coach. I thought that was me. I thought I was the mean one here. Yeah, that's true. Like and you're you're, you're the one who's like super chill and you're nice to all the people who are on the pod. And, you know, I'm the grumpy one who like, you know, is hateful and empty and heartless. <laughs> right. Uh, is, is that what it says on your dating profile? 
God, I hope so. Empty. Heartless. Let's, but I make a damn fine chicken nuggy. Exactly. Spence. So, a little bit of background, because we have nothing this week. I I beg to differ looking at the Google Doc. Well, still, a bit of background for the song I'll Be Home for Christmas. The song was written by Kim Gannon and Walter Kent, and it was performed in 1943 by Bing Crosby, who made the song into a top 10 hit. And it was originally, and I didn't know this, this is, this is a song about soldiers longing to come home for the holidays during uh, World War II, which I didn't know that. Do you know Doesn't that? Brandon mention that in the... He does, but I'm saying before I read all the stuff, because I don't know how to, I don't have good listening comprehension. And then I did the research and I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. This was released during the war. Which one? The Second World one. Damn. That was a big one. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that was kind of an important one. A handful of people died. I'm yeah. Told. Yeah. One or two. Yeah. I heard it was upward of seven. At least seven. At least seven people died in World War Two. Stamp that with a seal of pot approval. That is factual. <sighs> At least seven people died in World War Two. It's one of those statements that's like accurate, but in the most infuriating way. <laughs> you know, nobody can say that's not true. I'd be like, uh, I begged it differ. Like up the stats, and it's like millions of people. Yeah, and, well, you know, <laughs> like uh, see, is a million more than seven? Yes, indeed. Bada bing, bada boom. Mm, that's called math, baby. I, as I, I mean, it's numbers, but it's not really math. It's just counting. <sighs> is is anything that has to do with numbers considered math, or is it only like when you're like doing something with the numbers? I think you do have to do something with the numbers to make it math. Okay, so it's like it's just animals counting. can count. You know, non-human animals can count, but then. When it comes to like addition and subtraction, that's the cutoff. That's math. Exactly. See? But so it's a it's a it's a song about soldiers being away from home during the holidays. And I didn't know this. This song was actually banned by the BBC because people thought that the song would be detrimental to the morale of British troops. Wow. Way to go, BBC. Wow, BBC. Crushing the hopes and dreams of Christian Tommies everywhere. I think BBC stands for Big Bitch Club. That did not go where I was expecting, but I'm happy it went where it did. (laughs) Because, you know, now they're never going to pick up Soul of a Truck for syndication on BBC radio. God, I hope not. I don't think well, we can do, we swear too much. Um, I have, we swear too much. And uh, I have also done a terrible British accent, like at least six or seven times on the pod. Really? What? Uh, give me an example of that. Well, Spencer, 
the bloody governors banned the song because they thought it was going to make the soldiers sad. Well, I say bring the boys home, let them listen to what they want, and everything will be just fine. Solovatruck apologizes to any members of the UK who may be listening to this podcast. The song, the song has also been covered a whole bunch of times. Um, the Wikipedia lists a couple of those. It was covered by Kelly Clarkson, Mikey Bubbles, <laughs> Brian McKnight, Pent- Brian McKnight. <laughs> Pentatonix, Seth MacFarlane, whose cover I did Seven not nine. add to my list. Are you just trying to throw me off? I can't tell. Yeah, now I'm just fucking with you, Spencer. Uh, Josh Groban. Ooh. Reba McIntyre. Rascal Flats, Sarah Evans. And Elvis Presley slash Carrie Underwood. I don't know how that works. Wait, is Elvis, are Elvis Presley and Carrie Underwood the same person? Uh, I mean, they look so alike. Damn. What else is our government hiding? I think that's big music, not the government. <laughs> the killers are part of big music for sure. Oh yeah, definitely. They're big song. <laughs> They're big song. They big song. <laughs> but <laughs> yep, that's Spencer for you guys. <laughs> they big song. So anyway, this song, this version. Features Brandon's 86-year-old fourth grade teacher. He wasn't 86 years old when they record. Damn, so now he's got to be like 100? Now he he turned 80. He was 86 in 2016 when this song was released. So now he's 90. Now he's 90 if he's still alive. That is math. That's math. T-Y-V-M. But so Alexa, play all the things she said by tattoo. Oh shit. We're still recording. Damn it. Sorry, yeah. Spence. You right there, bud. You know, I want to say yes, but I'm still thinking about that pun you told at the beginning of the episode. And I'm full of hate. Fair enough. But so there's a I have a news article here from KSL.com, which is about how in Salem, Utah County, Brandon Flowers came and uh, convinced his fourth grade teacher, Ned Humphrey Hansen, to perform his version of I'll Be Home for Christmas. And so he did. And then Brandon joins in. And that's the track that we hear on the. The, the track. The track we hear on the track. Sick. I love how like few fucks Michael gives this week. It's great. <laughs> <clears throat> so so let's let's go look at uh let's go look at some of the uh Reddit threads because I, I am curious now. Alright, let's see. Let's take a peek. So first thread is by Babinti. Just Bobinti. 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 Yes. yes, it's by user Bobinti, and the thread is called Mega Thread. I'll be home for Christmas. 
featuring Damn. Ned Humphrey Hansen. Discussion! The first comment, if you sort by best, is from Your Beautiful, Aww. who uh, says, kind of disappointed that it's not an original, but the message is sweet. Don't think I'll be replaying it a bunch. Perfect, You're Beautiful, exactly. And that Southern accent by Brandon is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Sort by he controversial. Really it on. Right. Same guy. Dang, and it's the top. That is a, that is a powerful comment. That means you really it's it's evocative, provocative, both, talkative, pro 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 evocative. Nailed it, Sens. User Zombie says it's nice to send off their eleven years of Christmas singles. I definitely prefer their original tracks, but the story behind the song makes it very sweet. I shed a few happy tears hearing them sing together. See, that's how I feel about it. I really like this threat or this song and it's the, the message and the story behind it is, is kind of sweet and cute, you know? Uh, I really like the real Montu's comment a couple threads down exclusive on apple music fuck that i appreciate that real mon too i'm I'm with you don't give me an apple music exclusives miss me with that bullshit wow this is fucking brutal yeah next thread spencer jesus christ boom next reddit thread we're going to the new Christmas single is available in New Zealand. Looks like it's a cover of I'll Be Home for Christmas. And this thread was posted by user Jared Clarkson. Sort by controversial. Sort by controversial. Here we go, baby. Uh, uh, here we go. Can we listen to it somewhere? Cam Keys. Same guy who said Apple Music exclusive. Fuck that. B-Hop said, bummer, I wanted an original. Jared Clarkson says, yeah, I'm a little disappointed as well, considering they always do some really interesting things with their Christmas singles. Hopefully my mind has changed after hearing the full song. No. <sighs> I, you know, this killer's Christmas song, I'm glad it was the first one, but also it's, I don't have much for it. It doesn't, it, these last couple weeks, these songs gave me juice and this song does not have the juice. I got some juice for you. <sighs> this is why you can't go near schools and libraries and shit, man. Because I, I don't, I choose not to. Yeah, you choose not to because there's definitely not a court order telling you to stay away. <sighs> That's fucked up. <laughs> so you want to you want to look at some lyrics, I guess. Since uh, I do, I do want to look at lyrics, Spencer. Since uh, since, since since you clearly have better places to be. Jeez, what? No, I don't know what you're talking about, Spencer. We are, we just got the lyrics and we're 40 minutes in. We're, and we're rushing I wasn't through. trying to rush through it. I was just disappointed by those Reddit threads. That's fair. And this is just like every, okay, go back historically. Killers, or Soul of a Truck pod chroniclers and um, historians, uh, go back and listen to episodes uh, where the song is uh, slow or lame and see how enthused I am throughout the episode. I generally probably am not. The uh, 
What, what are and our Spence, and Spencer's generally like, oh, well, this week I've got 17 covers of a guy standing in his room singing the song. And I'm like, oh, God damn it, Spencer. And it's just the slowest, saddest shit. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> but isn't that where the fun is? There, uh, This song sounds like the last Christmas song you hear before you die, including the, the monologue at the beginning. You want to do a you want to do your best impression of Brandon and read some of the uh, read some of the monologue. All right, let me let me try, guys. Okay, do your best Brandon impression. Let's hear a Brandon Flowers, an impression of Bland- Brandon Flowers. Okay, I can't speak. I barely got that one out, but here we go. My mother and father spent most of their lives in Henderson, Nevada, the small dusty sidecar of Las Vegas. Henderson was just like any other town in America, only with slot machines and the laundromat. It was 1990, and Vegas was booming, baby. But Jeannie and Terry weren't gamblers or dealers or mafiosos or lounge singers. They were just two normal people trying to keep up with the pack in a 116-degree rat race. That was really good, actually. <laughs> Look, guys... Uh, I'm a real big fan, uh, fan of flowers. <laughs> I was, I was legitimately expecting you to like do like a British accent or <laughs> start talking like Nicolas Cage looking for the, the constitution or whatever the fuck. And then you just, and, the- and then you just fucking like, like no fucking, no cap on God fucking just fucking just dunk on me with that fucking professional ass <laughs> high quality fucking boner inducing branded impression. Yeah. Call me up guys. If you want me to be pretend to be Brandon so you can impress your friends, be like, I know Brandon flowers and then just call me up. And then I'll just be like, Hey, I'm Brandon. I'll just actually read this every time. <laughs> My mother and father's <laughs> people be like, uh, is this Brandon flowers? This wasn't a home alone movie. So uh, I went where the sweet and sour chicken was cooked. <laughs> Can we just talk about that one line? Like, yeah, like this is so okay. I, I, we're not going to read this whole thing because this—that's literally almost the whole song. So, yeah. so there's no reason to, you know, g- give you that whole bit. But there's a line where he goes, "So I went to where the sweet and sour chicken was cooked, and the ice cold, caffeine free Coke was just a fridge away." First off, caffeine free Coke. A hundred percent a Mormon thing, because you know. Yeah, and also super disgusting. It, it's literally Coke without the caffeine. Like, there's there's no difference. Uh, it's gross, dude. Well, anyway, it tastes different, Spencer. Look, you had it. Uh, yeah, I have. What it's lie. fine. It tastes. Mark like, that down as another lie. Uh, Forty three minutes in, Spencer's lying again. It tastes like normal Coke. It just doesn't have just doesn't get you like up in the boner sense i mean and this is what is the deal with this guy in boners this week apparently it's just there's really it's just boner week here on the pod i don't know yeah i mean for you yeah well don't worry next week we've got a more butt centric joke that will be continuously going on you can see that far ahead into the future i know every uh i know what if 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 you can read, you know what the next four weeks of songs are. 
Damn it. Well, you'll have to tell me. I can't read. Yeah, well, neither can I. So uh, we might. We might. Shit. Be, yeah, we might be having a problem here. Damn it, dude. We should have really thought about this before we got this far with this podcast. I know. We're almost. We're almost. This is their 36th episode. Who can't read? I know. Well, you know. But but anyway, so I'll read these lyrics. And. Wait, are we done with the monologue? Well, no, I, I we didn't. We have you didn't we, talk about the chickadee China, the Chinese chicken. Yeah, we discussed it. We like commented that we wanted to talk about it, but we haven't actually talked about it. But so okay, so he went to uh, where was it? Somewhere in Utah. Where in Utah? Uh, Payson, Utah. Yeah, there. So he went. We went to Payson, Utah. And in Payson, Utah, there's apparently sweet and sour chicken. And I also, guess they just really love sweet and sour chicken in Utah. That makes sense. I don't know. What's your favorite, like, shitty Americanized Chinese food, like, Ooh, thing? Man, that's tough. Uh, I really like sesame chicken. Um, sweet and sour chicken's pretty good if it's done right, but a lot of times it's basically just glorified nuggies with that sauce. You don't like General So, bro? I like General So. Yeah, that was another one. I really like General So. Although very few places have really good General So. See, that's the that's why I don't typically order it. You can go very wrong with General So very quickly. Okay. Um, so this is for all you Chinese restaurant owners of who are listening to the pod. The trick to really good General So is the chicken has to still be crispy even after it has been sauced. Yes. All right. If you can do that, it will be incredible. If you can't, you fucked up. Spencer, can you make General Tso's chicken? I've done it like twice. It's not that good. I There's places in town I go for it. <coughs> like where? Um, there's a place near me called uh, Bamboo Bistro. Oh, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, they have dope general. So uh, and then my favorite place closed. There was a place called Walk and Roll over on Burnett. Wow. That had the best general. So's chicken, but they were open like oh, they they kept really weird hours and they are now a Torchy's Tacos. So, you know, go fuck yourself, I guess. Young Spencer. <laughs> what do you think about Torchy's? Uh, I will go to the locations that weren't places I used to go that I liked. Wow. That's uh, how I feel about Torchies. You're a man of principle, huh? To an extent. I mean, I'm still giving the company their money. It's just, you know, I'm not going to support a location that used to be my favorite Chinese restaurant in Austin. Okay. I'm marking that down. They're watching you, Spencer. So anyway, Brandon says, blah, blah, blah. I went to this fucking place in Utah and then he went to fourth grade. And apparently in fourth grade, that's when boys start thinking more like men, because when I was nine yeah, years what old, does that mean, OK, like for real, like he was nine years old. This was 1990, by the way. God is Brandon Young. Um, but in fourth grade, Brandon said to himself, Brandon was like you know, thinking like an adult. Brandon Flowers, at nine years old on the playground, just listlessly sitting on the swing. He's like, how are we going to pay these goddamn bills, Barbara? 
he's talking to another kid who's just like, Brandon, I don't know about bills. He's like, Christ, get it together, woman. We won't even be able to tithe this year. You know what I was thinking about when I was in fourth grade? Pokemon. I mean, weren't we all? I I stopped thinking like a boy and started thinking like a Pokemon trainer, but I definitely wasn't thinking like a man. I don't know. I mean. I wasn't looking at girls and being like, look at that piece. Yeah, when you say shit like that, you know, I think I think <laughs> all those things you say where you like tell me I'm not allowed in schools or libraries <laughs> anymore. I feel like you're projecting maybe a little bit. <laughs> That, that, that might be just like my opinion, man, but I'm just, you know, just just thinking. I'm definitely not projecting it. This is I, I would never talk to a woman that way. You know, I'm imagining a very salacious nine year old, though, that, you know, st- a nine year old kid who's all of a sudden thinking like a man, but like the worst type of man. Just well, yeah, because nine year olds are just awful people. Yeah, kids in general are just a little too honest and don't understand boundaries at all. So. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, you know, can you imagine? Can I imagine what? Just like a a nine-year-old being just a overly honest man with no boundaries. I mean, that's isn't that the premise of the movie Jack with Robin Williams? I mean, kind of. He just ages the wrong way. Isn't isn't that that's probably like actually the premise of or just too fast uh, big with Tom Hanks. OK, yeah. I knew there was a movie that covered this. Yeah, there's a there's a Zoltar machine in that movie, too. There sure is, Spencer. Anyway, uh <laughs> The other the other thing of note in the lyrics of this song that I, I have to bring up. Brandon has six, has five siblings. Yeah, they're like the Weasleys. Like April, Shelly, Amy, Stephanie and Shane. And then Brandon is the youngest. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's a lot of people. That's, but I mean, they're Mormon, right? So it makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's on yeah, brand yeah. for Mormons. It's on brand on. <laughs> on Brandon. On Brandon. Uh, they got the buzz. <sighs> like Marlon Brando. Yeah, thank you, Spencer. Thank you. But anyway, so his 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 fourth grade teacher told the story about the song about how it's World War II soldiers and blah blah blah. And then after and then it turned out that the teacher had served his country during the Korean War. And then he acapella saying, I'll be home for Christmas. And then he sings the song. I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Please have snow and mistletoe and presents on the tree. Now, we were discussing this before the pod. Can you imagine just hucking presents onto your Christmas tree? Like precariously balanced, like a PlayStation Five in the branches of a <laughs> of a fucking yeah, you put plastic you Christmas put a, tree, like a, a new puppy. There's a new puppy in the Christmas tree. You just, you just dangle it by the fucking like <laughs> the scruff of its neck or whatever. 
or like it's just chilling in the branches. You just got to There's, I mean, it's a miracle because normally a puppy's instinct would just be to ch- lose its shit. Dude, to just fidget and just immediately fall. Yeah. And then, you know, we post online and get like a million views. Yeah. But no, 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 no. That's just, that's how you do it. You, you just duct tape, duct tape. Can you imagine? All right. I want, I want this PlayStation five to stay in the tree. Just duct tape it inside. Duct tape it to the tree. You can't even open. You have to open your presents twice, essentially, because first you have to get them off the tree. Yeah, I mean, you know, part of part of Christmas in my day was uh, you had a box cutter and you got to cut your presents off the tree. No, that's actually the only way you can put the you have to just toss whatever gifts you got anyone onto the tree and hope they stay. And if they don't, you don't get them falling. Yeah, if you don't, they don't get them and they might be broken. Exactly. Just like me emotionally. This is, a, is this a cry for help app? Uh, Spencer trying to like send a coded message. Uh, yes. Um, so verse two okay. is uh, Christmas Eve will find me where the love light gleams. I'll be home for <laughs> Christmas if only in my dreams. And then they repeat it, and that's the rest of the song. But if only in my dreams implies that, you know, the song is it's not really he's not really expecting to be home for Christmas. But. Maybe you can imagine it. Where's the annotation where Christmas is actually the name of a girl and. (laughs) I think this is about a girl named Christmas. Exactly. And how he's coming home for her. In the line, saying the line, you can count on me. He's trying to tell Christmas that he is thinking of her. Exactly. On Oh, Christmas Eve. Her middle name is Eve. Exactly. <laughs> Fun fact, um, in the film The World Is Not Enough, the third James Bond film starring Pierce Brosnan, uh, Denise Richards' character is named Christmas Jones. That's right. And then there's a real actress named January Jones. And she's a... She's actually a Bond girl. She's a... Really? Yeah, she was a Bond girl in a different movie, right? That's crazy. What's with people with the last name Jones who are bond girls i don't know man maybe it's a conspiracy we'll have to ask brandon when we meet him exactly no that's that's very no that's very accurate no i agree with you all right well how about those lyrics how about them they're good i mean you know i i think this i think the story is touching i think brandon singing with his fourth grade teacher is kind of cute it is touching. It's cute. But like I said, I still hold true to uh, it being a skippable well, or a mandatory skip. Well, the good news is it's the last song on the album, so you could literally just pull it out before. You jizz. You know, the song starts. Oh, that's what you were saying. Yeah. What else would I say? I, I Come on. This is a clean podcast, Michael. Get it right. Ah, shit, I forgot. We were trying to go Mormon with this one. Well, we fucked up. Exactly. And I continue to dig us into a hole. 
Spencer, are you going to start bleeping us? Uh, never. That sounds like too much work. <laughs> you should. You should bleep us using an, a killer's noise. What would be uh okay, let's let's go through what the what would be the the bleeps? Like what words uh, so so are you talking like okay, this is like the 10th time we've referenced this fucking show. But like you've seen like the late late show with Craig Ferguson, how when he swore he would have like a little flag of a country and it would be like it like the Italian flag and it would go, "What's the come on a go?" and shit like that. Oh. So, no, I don't remember that. Really? I never really watched the Craig Ferguson. You're you're missing out. It was the it was the best late night TV show. All right. Well, so what what clips would we play over the word fuck? Um, a shikaloo. Yeah, that's one. A shikaloo. Um, there'd also be uh, drop drop it the shade. Then we'd also have to have uh, fire in the... You're not even giving, you're not even helping me with this, Spencer. This is not a brainstorm. This is just This is just you. I mean, this was your idea, so I'm just letting you uh um, letting you, you know, come up with concepts. I'm never gonna do this. This is this is editing, and you know how I feel about editing this pod. Spencer's motto in editing is I'm not going to do it and you can't make me. Exactly. You know. A little. Oh. I'll be home for Christmas. So the bad news is this week is we really didn't have a lot of there's no covers of this version of the song because it would just be the song with like a big fucking monologue and no one would do that. We should cover it. Spencer. Uh, I'll pretend to be Brandon and you pretend to be his 84 year old teacher. All right. All right. Let's do that right now. All right. Here, get the lyrics. And we'll get the lyrics up and then hold on. Let okay. me, let me find just an instrumental of, uh, uh, I'll be home for Christmas. We're going to do this right now. Like live on the pod. Okay. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Karaoke. Okay, so this is a Dean Martin version. So. Okay, so this we is. We have to watch the karaoke. Should I watch the karaoke instead? Well, I mean, I'm just going to. Oh, for fuck. It's going to be off. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Give it. Give me a second. I got to see if there's a. Okay, here. Here's one. Here's one. Here's one. Here's one. Okay, so. Okay, does this work? Okay, cool. This one will work. Okay, okay, so, so, Michael, just, uh, whenever you're ready, just, uh, do the whole intro. <laughs> okay. This is a terrible idea, everybody. I'm so sorry you're gonna have to listen to this. My mother and father spent most of their lives in Henderson, Nevada. The small dusty side. Oh, what is what the hell was that noise? I walked across my room and I screamed into a uh, a towel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just embarrassed. My guilt. My Gilbert Gottfried. That killed me. <laughs>
Fucking... Yeah, that's that. <laughs> we're, that's we're, the best way to do it. We're, we're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. This is too... no. Like we killed it. <laughs> yeah, no. It's we murdered it. It's over. You you fucking went and you just burned that shit to the ground. <laughs> it was worth it. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome, everyone. But luckily for us, there there are a lot of covers, and I feel like we should talk about a couple of them. So I okay, I, I linked a bunch. Like I linked probably twenty here, and I think we should. We're gonna listen to all of the question mark covers. But the pro covers, uh, you can just pick like five. What are the ones that look interesting to you? And well, okay, for the pro covers, yeah. Um, first, we're gonna start with Mikey Bubbles because I don't know who that is. Do Mikey Bubbles first. You know who Mikey Bubbles is? Oh, Michael Bublé. Ah, oh, that's who you mean. Okay, we're Too definitely late. gonna start. Yeah, we're starting with him. Oh man, God. Yeah, how corny is this? Have I told you how much I love Michael Bublé? No, I love Michael Bublé. I love his voice. I I just for Christmas. He's like he's like just goofy enough looking that like he doesn't like make me feel like like jealous of his attractiveness or anything. Oh. You know, he's so good. And he's got a great voice. He does have a great voice. Uh, just so everybody knows, this image of Michael Bublé is like him standing in an animated snow uh, foreground background thing, and he's uh, wearing a suit, and he's looking over his shoulder like coquettishly, but also kind of wistfully, and he's holding a present behind his back. It's probably for you. It's for me? Yeah, Aww. it's for you. To Spency from Mikey. That's what uh, your gift is going to say. Yeah, and it's just going to be full of sand. But Michael, I hate sand. Why? It's coarse and it's, it's some other stuff, and it it's just gets irritating everywhere. and rough, and it gets everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, too fucking bad, bud. I poured a lot in your bed, like a lot. Oh no. Like okay. By a lot, it was 16 tons of sand that I poured in your bed. Like, if you turn around now, your band is your bed is a sand pile. How how did you even get that up here? Uh, tubes. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, what'd you think of? Don't uh, ask any. So, what'd you think of uh, Mikey Bubbles singing "I'll Be Home for Christmas"? He he's he's a great voice. I like that version better than the uh, uh, Crypt Keeper and Brandon singing. The crib keeper. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Like, fuck you. Wow. That's definitely going on the list of why Brandon would never come on the pod. He just called his fourth grade teacher the crypt keeper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in his like touch in a very touching song. Yeah, this beautiful that song. Means a lot. About childhood nostalgia. Um, okay, we do have to listen to the in real life one, but we're gonna save that for last, okay? Because okay, okay. you can see my comment on it, and don't read that aloud. But yeah, uh, give me pen. Give me pentatonics next. Okay, next up we've got the pentatonics cover of "I'll Be Home for Christmas." If you want to come home for Christmas, just go ahead now. 
This also has an animated snow background. Dude, that's like a requirement for Christmas songs. Did I say any of those words correctly? You can count on me. Exactly. I'm harmonizing with them. Me. Well, all these people definitely have very good voices. Okay, forgive my ignorance. Who the fuck is Pentatonix? Weren't they on America's Got Talent? I have no idea. Let's 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 look up Pentatonix. Okay, so according to the internet, Pentatonix is an a cappella group from Arlington, Texas. Shit, Whoa. they're local boys and girls. They're loco boys? Fellas. They sponsored by Four Loco? No, boys and girls. Girls and... Uh, uh. And they do... Um, girls with good bodies like boys with Ferraris. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah I just I'll never let Spencer complete a thought I just oh well, yeah if you interrupt me I, I can I can my brain just goes just takes a big shit yeah for real but yeah apparently they are very famous for doing like Christmassy covers and also they do they're an acapella group there that's that's it that's all it is alright that... uh that was good. You also, all right, we've done Mikey Bubbles. We've yep. done Pentatonics. Now we got it. Okay, give me, give me Brooks and Dunn. Okay. And then we're going to in real life. Okay. I'm into it. Okay, so this is Brooks and Dunn and their cover of I'll Be Home for Christmas. Wow. Uh, this album cover, guys, it's like uh, Brooks and Dunn. Uh, it's like a distressed-looking lettering, like something you see on like a barbecue sauce bottle, and there is a cow skull or a longhorn skull. Yeah, Brooks and Dunn. It won't be barbecue without this sauce. You can count. <laughs> I love barbecue sauce. Same. Do you prefer vinegar-based or like sweeter? Depends on my mood. I actually like both. I do too. I think for pulled pork, I think vinegar based is better. And for like ribs, I think sauce is better. Like something yeah. more tomato y. Ribs! Ribs. Hey, I made you ribs. You did. They were good. I know. My cats loved them too. I'll be home for Christmas. Sorry, your cats ate your ribs. They didn't. They ate like the meat, remaining meat off the bones. You know, I'd like give them some meat off the bones. I wouldn't just give them whole ribs, or I didn't leave them out. I don't. I don't know what your life is like. Well, now you do. That was good, though. It's like Brooks and Dunn Christmas. That was a yeah, That was a nice cover. Yeah, it had that southern charm. Yeah. Brooks and Dunn, of course, being um, uh, 
a, a country music group that I always thought was Garth Brooks and some guy named Dunn, but it's actually a different guy with the last name Brooks. So, uh, you know, boy, is there egg on my face? That's egg. I can put something on. I can put something worse on your face later. Man, this guy. What? I don't know. Hi, welcome to this. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about aggressive homoeroticism. Yeah, Spencer's unwanted sexual advances. Exactly. That's the that's the like secret long term plot of the pod is that you just created this entire podcast and this premise so that you would be guaranteed to get to spend time with me yeah once a week how did you know in some sort of like obsessive twisted mind game exactly how did you know and then it'll become a hit netflix movie movie called like spencer's game or something no it would still be called soul of a truck yeah (laughs) soul of a truck soul of a truck is a great title that's why we when you listen to each episode, you sit in the dark uh, and you have like a locket around your neck that you're fiddling with. I mean, just in general, I am kind of a fiddly person, so I would be doing that, but I don't want but really. It's a fidget spinner. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a fidget spinner with your head on it. Yeah. <laughs> like a picture of your face, like in the middle part under my thumb. I'm just spinning it. I'm just holding you while it spins. This has been one of the creepier episodes since Halloween. I think that's kind of the goal. Like, I think I think because we have so little to work with this week, we're just we're just trying to, you know, make it aggressively like uncomfortable. I okay. I guarantee if you took this version of the song, at least the part where uh, Brandon's teacher is singing alone. And you like cranked the reverb on it so that it sounded like it was coming from like a well. Uh, it would sound fucking terrifying. Ooh, can we? Can I make that? I'm gonna make that. Yeah, yeah. You need to make that, and I want to hear it because I bet that'll sound really fucking creepy. Okay, well, I'm gonna if I remember to, I might edit that at the end of the episode and play it as like the end. You know how every episode, like at the end, like I play one of the covers from the episode. Yeah, I'll just play that instead. How's that? That sounds perfecto. But that's only if I remember to do it, because you know how I do. Yeah, you'll log off of here, you'll immediately get on Mech Warrior, and then... It'll never happen, exactly. Yeah, you'll have another uh, Buca de Beppo hard soda, and it's all downhill from there. It's basically like you roofied yourself. Exactly. Okay, we have <laughs> to listen to this. This is this is one of the most torturous, awful things I've ever heard in my life. This is okay. the I think this is like a boy band or something. It's called In Real Life. And this is their mm-hmm. version of I'll Be Home for Christmas. I'm so sorry. OK, Michael. I'm ready. I'm ready for how shitty this is. You're not allowed to pause this. I have control. The worst things I've seen on this pod are the mom, the that <laughs> the man cover, the mom and that fucking zombies thing from zombie hands. Oh, my God. So those flesh if, if this makes it. No, that was from Flesh and Bone. That was, for, oh God, from Flesh and Bone. Uh, I'd have to think about what would be, uh, what else would be in the top three, but let's see if this, this makes it in. This, this is. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Okay, starting off. Oh, shit. Um, this is a group of five handsome young boys. 
They're singing on a staircase in the snow. Wow, they all have perfect hair. I wouldn't really call that their hair perfect. They all have the same hairstyle, except yeah. one swoops to the other side. Yeah, but they've got the same, like, their hair's all, like, up. Yeah, they all pretty much have high and tights. Well, not exactly tight, but, like, high with a little bit of length on the top. You like high with a little bit of length on the top, don't you? Yeah, I, I love uh, decorative pubic mounds. The jazzling. Wow. Don't like, like, braiding? Yeah, uh... Here's a, in real life, here's a little trivia for you. Uh, the ginger guy in the back, he braids his pubes. It's part of a pre-show ritual. So he feels like it braids him to his fans. Oh, God. Oh, what? The guy is fucking rapping? No. Could you just imagine? No. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, he falls off? I would love this. This would instantly become one of my favorite things ever. Yeah, no, like if he stood up, started rapping, and then just falls off the fucking roof. <laughs> and shit his pants. This he sucks. falls off the roof. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's that's all I can oh, tolerate. Of that. Okay, yeah, we're, we're no. Jesus. No, oh, oh no. God. Oh, wait. Stop, stop, oh, wait. stop. <laughs> oh, God, that was horrific. So where's that? Where's that sit for you in the uh, grand scale of terrible shit you've had to hear from the pod? That's pretty shitty, but it's, I mean, there's definitely things I've seen that have been worse. Like the, some of those Bionicle videos were like, like it was impossible to discern what the plot for those videos was. Yeah, just we're gonna fire a missile. Wow. <laughs> I felt like I was, you know, I, I, maybe y'all can relate at home, Spencer. I don't know if it's, you've ever done this. I feel like it's an American thing. It's a. <sighs> Not an American thing. God, what am I saying? It's a human culture thing now uh, to get drunk and then just fall into a YouTube rabbit hole where like you get to a point where you're just the right amount of like sleepy and drunk or tired and you don't really even care what you're watching anymore. You're just like letting it play. I know that feel. Yeah. But you know, now, yeah. but now that you mention it, you know, I wasn't going to do this because we still have like the other groups of covers but you know before we go on to the next group of covers i i had to search this up and uh i found this video we're not gonna watch the whole thing but uh here we go oh my god spencer and the fucking bionicles well this is starting with a claymation snail so the animation's already way better lumican a uh, good start Uh, this is a pretty dope cover of this song. All the uh, all the Bionicles are chilling by the tree. There's well, here we are, my fellas. 2015's been a great year. The prophecy of heroes, the search for the golden masks. Where is Sahu? He's getting some that. snacks. In the meantime, I'll show you the nativity scene. Firstly, Saint Joseph, then the Blessed Virgin Mary. What? Oh, Virgin Mary has sick armor. Yeah, for real. There's a donkey. It's like a fucking spider demon. Yeah, it's like a horrific cyber spider. 
The baby is also pretty scary looking. Shut up, Matanui. Yeah, shut up, Matanui. Here comes the snacks. That is... Wow, that is quite a snack, eh? Can we eat him? Wow. Damn. This is worse than that in real life thing. I am the master of Tahu. We know it's you. Oh. I don't know. I think uh, I think that the other thing I could probably like power through this video, but I couldn't hear any more of that fucking IRL song. Mm. Yeah, IRL. It sounds like you totally hate them. Yeah. And it, so what are your mystery box covers here? What is this? I see question mark covers. What so so the question mark covers were so I, I want to separate this into like real like pop groups and shit like that. And then like like non pros where it's like, you know, uh, Gerwigs and teenagers and, you know, people at like, you know, talent shows. And then the question mark covers are these seem pro, but I haven't heard of these people. You know. Does that make sense? OK, so this okay. so this is the channel Home Free or the, the band Home Free and their cover of I'll Be Home for Christmas. They're a vocal band. I'll be home for Christmas. Whoa, got like a home video, vi like music video thing going on. You oh, that dude did not sound like he looks. Yeah. He looks very beardy, like a young Santa Claus. Whoa. Whoa, there's another guy. How many guys are in this room? At least five. There's five guys. Burgers and fries. Also, um, damn, whoever their base is, is deep. Exactly. When it was showing the Santa guy, he's got this big purple sack. It's like a, it's like an extra large Crown Royal bag. This video is kind of surreal. It's just some dudes sitting in a circle singing. Who's Santa? What is the story here? You know what that really gets me about? I don't think the... Oh no, they're ruining Christmas. Oh, I get it. This is like for troops. This is for troops. This is for the troops. Santa came, but it was actually like the dad of a family who was perhaps stationed overseas, which is both, you know, kind of cute, but also uh, relevant to the song. I kind of like that. That was good. That was really good. Uh, you guys won over Spencer. Yeah. Congratulations. No, I like that a lot. You know, I didn't realize what that. That's what that was. But now that I know, that was good. I like that a lot. What did you think of that, Michael? Uh, that was nice. That was uh, some guys, some great vocal talent singing a song. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, look up my reviews. All right. So next up, of course, we've got the Postmodern Jukebox. Uh, okay. Featuring. We've listened to them before, right? Maybe. Not really a lot. Featuring no, uh, not a lot. this is a Sarah Nemitz singing and 
They are specifically covering the Bing Crosby slash Michael Buble version of this song. Yeah, we've definitely seen them at least once. Man, look at that. They got they picked the perfect backdrop for this type of song. Yeah, it's like a a room of wood. A wood room, yes. Also, I like how there's a guy on a piano, but there's a piano just to his right. Right. He was like, I don't want to use the actual piano. Yeah, I'm going to use. That's for fucking squares. Yeah, he's probably got like a electro keyboard there. Oh, shit. Whoa, he is playing them both. That's sick. Gotcha, dum-dum. That was, that was kind of awesome. I like that a lot. And that guy's popping on the guitar back there. You wouldn't yeah. expect that, that type of guitar. Uh, this is the best one so far. Best cover, best version. It's even better than the Killers version. Brutal. AKA, the last thing you hear before you die on Christmas. So what do you think of the postmodern jukebox in general? Because I have very mixed feelings about it. I, I think it's pretty cool. I've enjoyed their videos so far. So we'll have to check them out more if there's future killers collabs or covers. Fair enough. Okay, so next up we've got uh, the artist She and Him. I've never heard. What if the first, what if the last thing you heard before you died was Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? What if do you think Santa Claus likes that song? I bet he fucking hates that song, as everyone should. Why does that song even play? Who is that for? It's for little kids, I guess. But I don't know. It's just, you know, just a thought to have. Um, OK, so next up, we've got the artist She and Him. And their version of I'll Be Home for Christmas. Who the fuck are? Oh, is that Zoe Deschanel? That's what I was just thinking. So this is a famous person. Yeah, it is Zoe Deschanel. Huh. And him. And M. Ward. Matthew Ward. Oh, another, another musician. And Tree. Yeah, I, I, sue me. I never heard of them. Christmas I've never heard of them either. I didn't know Zoe Deschanel I, I, had a, I will still sue you. Had a had a duet, jangly music music thing project. Spencer, if you could create a. Hanukkah version of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, what would it be? It would still be Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. But Santa did it what? because he was anti-Semitic instead of just because he's a he's an idiot. 
Wow. So it's way worse. Yeah. It's way worse. So like, it's not just like a harmless crime. Like it is in the original song. It's yeah, it's, hate crime. it's not manslaughter. It's fucking murder. Wow. Holy shit. I shouldn't have asked. Now I'll be able to sleep. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to look up the, I want to look at the lyrics for a second. See if I can like real quick, like whip up a cover here. Uh, of yeah she'd been drinking too much manischewitz <laughs> <laughs> and we begged her not to go but she forgot her medication oh. and actually you could do it very you could change very little to the song and make it about grandma getting run over by a reindeer what's a traditional name for a grandmother it's just in just call her grandma like a, uh, for Jewish. People. Just call her grandma. Like, no, like, like people who people who speak Hebrew. Fuck like booby or something. I don't fucking know. I'm like the least. Booby. I'm like the least Bo- Jewish person in the entire world, dude. Are you sure? I might be less Jewish than you. You're not Jewish at all. So fuck off. So there we go. Fine, I'm like the least Jewish person who is Jewish <laughs> in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just saying like there's there's very little to this that like we really need to alter to make it not about christmas bubby got spun over by a dreidel that's dark man how is that dark it's the exact same thing yeah except the, the dreidel is like like a sentient demon possessed being whereas santa is a agent of chaos who travels to every single person's house once a year to give them presents. Wait, so that's in in the Hanukkah lore, the dreidel is a demon? No, but like in your version, Graham Bobby got spun over by a dreidel. Like, like, why would the dreidel spin over Bobby? Like, what the hell, man? It, it got it, somebody lost control of it. But it's it's fuck. that's the very nature of tops. They just are uncontrollable. They're spinning, you know, like Beyblade. Let it rip. So this is the uh, channel, Jason Dolotina, and is this a girl wig? Uh, Hakuna, your tatas. Show me. Oh, what? Adana, Adonai Music Studio. This dude's got some editing software. Yeah. I'll be home for Christmas, okay? That I'm. I'm... Whoa. I think this one's really cute. Dang, this dude's talented. I love that the singer is just reading the lyrics off a phone from a cell phone. Yeah, and the uh, the guy is like playing every instrument. It's a bunch of different people. That's just one guy. 
Or it's like See, sex tablets. Really quick, no really quick. Guy. She said the lyric correctly. Presence under the tree. Yeah, look, this is just the same guy. Okay, fine. It might be the same guy. Playing every instrument. And singing multiple different parts. different song well that was a pretty nice that was really good i like that a lot actually that was cute yeah it is all next is all the same guy okay so now we've got the channel uh alice christensen and christensen her cover of i'll be home for christmas and yes this is a gerwig gerwig wow what a babe you said it, I didn't. Very strong cheekbones. Oh shit, I was watching a Mr. Sun's 10 video. Oh, this lady's all right. It's not his channel name anymore. He's Godzilla fan something, something, something. There's a number there. Listen to the real ones. The ones of us who have been with him the whole way. He's eternally Mr. Sun's 10. Yeah. Look, I've sent him a lot of messages to his beeper and he hasn't gotten back to me, but I know that I'm one of his favorites. How did you get his fucking beeper number? Dude, LimeWire. And. Of course, LimeWire. 3D printing. Uh, um, channel name Alice Christensen. Well done. You have almost a million subscribers, so. Yeah. You know, keep keep it up. Yeah, that was good. That was good. You're killing it on YouTube. Killering it. Uh, so do you, what's your next uh, song? You got another Gerwig for me or what do you got? It's a, uh, it's two fellas. This is the channel, uh, crank gameplays, but for some reason, this is a cover sit, video. Sit. Go. <laughs> oh man. I want that guy's shirt. Just a couple bachelors. What other videos does Crank Gameplays have? I mean, you want to you want to look through? Oh, okay, wait. Just st just stay off the page. I'm gonna send you one. Okay. This one's hard to track. Get out of my swamp. 
This is also this channel almost has two million subscribers. Also, Christ. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Someone's playing the new Demon Souls remake. Shrek. Let's get it going, baby. Playing as Shrek. Everybody, look at us. We're in Demon Souls with our <laughs> with our boy Shrek, and we are ready to get it going, baby. Yes. Hi there, boys. Hi, boys. I wonder if uh. Stop. Stop. I will not die a single time. Not today. Not ever. How do I drink? Is I Demon remember. Souls coming to like Steam? This. I remember. The new one? No, yeah. Wait, hold on. Wait, how do I... There I don't know. Because I, I really want it. I love Demon Souls. I also love Demon Souls. I mean, I like Dark Souls more, but Demon Souls, Demon Souls is really well, good. That certainly is somebody playing a Vidya. Exactly. Was that the last song we had? We have one more. I don't even remember it what this is. It. Okay, it so we've got one it. more cover here. This is a uh, Kiana Sangis. Just pronounce it for me. Oh, I'm Kiana Sanashige. Of a place I love. This is a Gerwig too, everybody. Yeah. But at least she has a Christmas tree. Yeah, this is Christmassy. And although I she's got a good voice. She's singing it real well. This is, yeah. this is great. Sound quality is good too. I promise you. I'll be home for Christmas. This place called Pace in Utah. God's country. Population blink. And you'll miss it. miss it. Dad got a job in the produce department at Smith's Food King, which was fitting since he managed to produce six kids. Terry, Toby, Scrappy-Doo, Angel Dust, Cheeto, and me. That was good. That was real good. Every day, Spencer's <laughs> so glad he started this podcast with me. I mean, yeah. I don't know what you're. I don't know why you're surprised <laughs> by that. <laughs> this is every week you find new ways to, you know, amaze and astonish astonish me. Will you be home for Christmas, Spencer? Probably. Thank God. No, I'm, that means I'm going to be here in, in Texas. I'm not. Home is here. All right. If I go. In, home is where the heart is, Spencer. If I go and visit my parents, I'm visiting my parents for Christmas. Because I've never lived where my parents live. Are your parents still in New York? Yeah. Yeah. The Big Apple. Yeah. But I've never lived there. It's complicated. Anyway, Michael, so what are your final thoughts on the song? I'll be home by by for. Let's try that again. What are your final thoughts on the song? I'll be home for Christmas by the band, the killers. Well, I hold true to my uh, initial assertion from the beginning of the pod where this song is, it's touching and it's sweet. And I think it has a, you know, it's as a whole, what this presentation, I can see why Brandon and the guys did it, but it doesn't do much for me. It's kind of boring. 
And once I've heard it, I will probably never go back and listen to the song again. That's fair, Michael. Um, you can be wrong every day you want to be. But personally <laughs> speaking, I think this is a great track. And I think I love like the story behind it. And I just think it's super touching. So if I remember, and this is me reminding myself in the editing room to uh, do this, but I'm going to huck in the hyper spooky cover of uh, Brandon's fourth grade teacher singing. I'll be home for yes. Christmas at the end here. Please do it. Please do it. I know it'll be a nightmare. Yes. And with that in mind, I will see you guys next week. See ya. My mother and father spent most of their lives in Henderson, Nevada. The small, dusty sidecar of Las Vegas. Henderson was just like any other town in America, only with slot machines and a laundromat. It was 1990, and Vegas was booming, baby. But Jeannie and Terry weren't gamblers or dealers or mafiosos or lounge singers. They were just two normal people trying to keep up with the pack in a 116-degree rat race. And those rats, they'd nibbled long enough. Now, I don't know what a mosey looks like, but they've packed up their house and their clothes and their meat and they moseyed on out of Dodge. Of course I had my gripes about leaving. I mean, I had a life in Henderson. Kenny and Kevin Hebner were just two houses up. The desert fort behind my house wasn't going to defend itself. But what could I do? I was nine. A nine-year-old can't just stay just sit in while the rest of the family checks out. This wasn't a Home Alone movie, so... I went where the sweet and sour chicken was cooked, and the ice-cold caffeine-free Coke was just a fridge away. And just like that, from sagebrush, slot machines, and Elvis, to Footloose, Onion Days, and Jewel. She was born there after all. This place called Payson, Utah. God's country. Population blink, and you'll miss it. Dad got a job in the produce department at the Smith's Food Key, which was fitting since he managed to produce six kids. April, Shelley, Amy, Stephanie, and my brother Shane were the other five. I was in fourth grade at the time, an age when boys start thinking more like men. And there wasn't a dull moment. I'd have my first fight, my first crush, my first rodeo, but most importantly, my first white Christmas. I did my best to fit in, and I did as my teacher said. But that year, one teacher stood out from the rest. He didn't just stand out from the rest, he sung him. His name was Mr. Hanson, and on a frosty December morning, 
He explained to us the story of the old standard, I'll be home for Christmas. A tale of a World War II soldier, stationed overseas, writing a letter to his family about the return that he may never make. I saw it struck deep in him. Now it would be easy to describe Mr. Hansen as brave. After all, this was a man who himself had served his country during the Korean War. But getting up in front of 25 nine-year-olds and singing a cappella, that's a whole other kind of bravery altogether. The other kids were looking for the nearest escape. They couldn't bear the embarrassment. But not me. I was wrapped up in it. I couldn't help myself. I knew I was experiencing something different from the others, but I was uplifted, so it didn't matter. I felt the isolation of war. I felt the power of a song. And that's the kind of thing that sticks with you. You don't let it go. And so for this here Christmas song, I have a friend I brought along. He's 86, but sounds like 20. And though the other kids might find it funny, he'd like to sing his song for you. And if he doesn't mind, I might join him too.